I'm so glad you could join me for 5 by 5 5 by 5 is a five-minute, five-thought podcast where I share moments of clarity in being human. There are tiny moments all around us every single day where humans and life collide. These are those moments. Every week, I will share with you five thoughts in five minutes on the things that have made me reflect on being human. Here's my top five for this week. Moment one, who are you without the labels? Can you answer that question? Take a moment. If you weren't able to include female, mum, worker, sister, grandparent, business owner, what would your answer be? I've been thinking about mine and I realise how we all go through periods of our lives where we give sole focus to certain pieces of the roles we play instead of the broader picture of who we are. We can get lost and we reach a point where we notice it and we're drained again of all we want to be. I don't think it has to be that way. I think sometimes we feel we have to do that because they're the messages we get from others. If you have a family, you do everything for them. If you're serious about your career, then that has to be your focus. I wonder how different this week might be if you took some time to challenge those beliefs and really got honest around what's driving your decisions. Perhaps Byron Katie's four questions might help you. Is it true? Can you absolutely know that it's true? How do you react when you believe that thought? And who would you be without it? Moment two. Challenging our responses to situations. I really noticed this past fortnight, whilst being really unwell, how much I fought it. I felt angry, I felt guilty, I felt upset. I felt like it was unfair. I felt it all. I wanted to be better. I wanted to be able to do all the things I needed to. I felt rushed and behind and like I was losing time. I felt like I was disappointing people. And now that I'm out the other side of it, I have no idea why. None of it mattered. I couldn't do all those things. I couldn't be all the things. It didn't matter how emotionally I reacted or how much I stomped my feet. It changed in its own time, when it was ready. And when I was finished tantruming and learned that our bodies are the greatest teachers of what needs to happen in this moment. I needed a reset and it gave me no choice. Once I shut up enough to truly listen, I came to realise all of that needed to leave me to make room for something that couldn't fit while I was using space, holding on to the things that didn't serve me. I'm hoping to remember that next time. I'm tempted to fight something that comes up. Moment three. Fear should be your friend, not your enemy. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I've ever said this out loud to anyone, but fear has run most of my life. My decisions, my thoughts, my actions. Fear of failing, fear of not fitting in, fear of not being worthy, fear of what others think, fear of being wrong or making the wrong decisions, fear of not making it work or losing it all. This really has been the area that I've done most of the work on. It kept me a small version of myself in so many ways. Want to know what I've come to learn? Fear should be a friend. It doesn't have to be your enemy. Fear serves you if you sit and listen to it. It's letting you know that you haven't been here before. You haven't done this thing yet. It's all new territory. It's saying that I think we should tread carefully, monitor the situation and look around a while. There's nothing wrong with being cautious when walking new ground. 
And it's a bonus having someone watch your back. Fear is there to do that with you, not for you. Because fear will choose to leave, leave the room every time, thinking that it's your best friend and it's in your best interest. Because it thinks that if you never have to do something new, it doesn't have to keep protecting you. Of course, that would be hard work for any best friend. These days, I've learned to take sound advice from my fear and appreciate its protection and then make my decisions. Moment four, show up in ways that show others what's possible. There are so many examples in our world of people showing up and doing the impossible. The four-minute mile, a physical and psychological impossible feat, until Roger Bannister. That signalled the acceptance of possibility. Other runners had now witnessed the barrier broken and all of a sudden it became an achievable goal for over a thousand runners since then. As humans, we are limiters. We like limits. We like to know where and how we fit. We like the safety of a box. But growth can't happen in a box. I dare to suggest that Roger did this for himself more than others, as he was often criticised for his unconventional methods, committed to thinking differently, outside of the box, and daring greatly, produced different results. Our conditioning in all aspects of life can build doubt in our minds when we do something a little different, but I promise you it will matter when you show up in ways that show others what's possible. Moment five. Success is... It is not. I had a conversation with a friend about success this week. We were tossing around our old beliefs of what this meant. I used to be a success junkie and ironically still didn't ever feel successful. It makes me laugh now. I thought being the most dedicated, committed and passionate naturally meant devoting everything I had to a single vision focus. I didn't stop to celebrate or acknowledge achievements because in my mind I hadn't achieved it yet. The problem with that is that you never do. The line keeps moving. A comment I made to my friend was that if we surpass a previous accomplishment, does that mean you're not accomplished or successful anymore because you haven't reached the next one? Jordan Peterson talks about how this is a natural phenomenon of being human when he says, we can imagine new ways that things could be set right and improved, even if we had everything we thought we needed. It got me thinking... What do I truly believe success is and isn't? I'd love to hear yours. Head on over to my IG and let me know. Thanks for listening to 5 by 5 Reach out and let me know about the thoughts, feelings and knowings that this has brought you. You can reach me on Facebook at Erin Minogue Author or on Instagram at Erin Minogue Soul Awakener. If you connect with me by signing up to my weekly newsletter, I will send you my free resource on the thought leaders, TED Talks and videos that changed my life.